Welcome to One for the Road. Uh, beautiful Monday morning here in Rochester. Sun shining. No complaints by me. Had a horrible fucking morning. Horrible fucking morning. Woke up and uh, got in my car. Back seats all fucking wet. I don't know why. I don't know how it got wet. So I go back into my house. You know, so much for letting my car warm up. Grab a towel. Put the towel, you know, back seats. Clean it up. Going to get coffee. I'm nobody without my coffee. Don't fucking talk to me before I have my coffee and cigarettes. Can't find my goddamn wallet. No idea where it is. So I'm, I'm, I'm tearing through my car. I go in the house. I'm tearing through my house. Can't find it. Dawns on me. I left it at my friend Jesse's house last night. So I call her girlfriend. That's right. I said her girlfriend. She's a dyke. She likes to lick the twat. So I call her. Yeah, oh yeah, it's at my house, she says. But no one's home. You can't get your wallet. What the fuck am I supposed to do? Right now I'm pissed. I'm pissed. So, I have the brilliant idea of going to the bank. I can go to the bank. I can take out money. But I don't want to take out a lot of money. All I wanted was a fucking coffee. So I made a $3 withdrawal. I got my coffee. Everything. Everything wound up working out pretty good. So, so okay. So, this is fucking unbelievable. And uh, it really is. Um, I didn't believe it when I was first told about it. But it's true. I swear to God, it's true. Um, there's this girl that I've been friends with now for years. Um, for years now, we work together, and uh, we just started rekindling an old flame. Whoopee! And uh, I was hanging out with her last week, and uh, her best friend—I'm not going to name names—but this girl Emily, she can literally queef or queef, however the fuck you say it, on command. She can pussy fart on. Q. Whether she's sitting, standing, walking, talking, jogging, fucking, it doesn't matter. She can queef on command. And I'm not just talking like one pussy fart. I'm talking 20 in a row. She can do jingle bells. She can do whatever the fuck you want. She can wish you a happy birthday with her fucking pussy if she wanted to. And it's unbelievable. And I said, Rick, I don't believe you. There's no fucking way that you can do that. And sure as shit, she stood up and she did it. And it fucking blew my mind. Like I was grossed out. I was impressed. I was turned on all at the same fucking time, and she can do it on fucking cue. And and I told her, you know, at the time I said, "You look, I got to call my buddy." So right then and there, I called one of my best friends, and I'm like, "Hey, man, you got to listen to this." So um, I put my phone right to her fucking twat, and she just queefed right into it, and he couldn't believe it either. He was fucking grossed out, but I was just fucking dying. I thought it was so funny, it's so fucking disgusting, and you know, <laughs> just the fucking shit, and like what. How do you discover that you have this talent? Like you just laying in bed one night, like I wonder, I wonder what I can do. What 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 can I what limits can I possibly push my body to today? You know? And she just no, she fucking did it. She just queefed. And I was uh I was on Facebook yesterday and I put up a status, you know, talking about my podcast and uh she queefed or uh, <laughs> she queefed. No, she fucking commented on it, and, uh, you know, she was like, I want to be on your show, you know, when you're famous, which I probably never will be, but maybe I will, I don't know, but she wanted to be on my show, and I told her, I said, you know, you're going to have to send me an audition tape, and she said, well, you know, there's plenty of them out there, you know, referring to her queeving, and I said to her, I said, if I can get enough people to send me an email um, about your pussy and your pussy farts, will you let me record you doing this. And she said yes. So it's up to you guys. Send me emails. I, I told her let's start small. I need five. I need five emails 
just referencing this topic, and I will, I promise you, I will drive to her. It is a half an hour drive, 45 minute drive from where I live, but I will drive to her and I will record her doing this. And if there are any requests out there, jingle bells, happy birthday, if there's a song that you think she can do within reason, I'm not talking Stairway to Heaven here, but anything that you think she can do within reason, you let me know and I will ask her to do it and I will put it on the next, the next podcast or, you know, Within the next within the next couple podcasts, as soon as I can get to her, I will put it on there, and uh, we'll see what she can do. And you guys can hear this because it's fucking it's unbelievable. It really is. And once you guys hear this, you're gonna be fucking blown away. And she's hot. She is really hot. She's uh, all five foot three, about 105 pounds, blonde. She she doesn't ride horses, so that makes it even better. But yes, she's fucking hot, and she can just you know she can queef on command. And it's just, it's unbelievable. So send me an email, morlockbrandon at yahoo.com. Shoot me an email, and um, we'll see if we can get her on, you know, and, uh, and and get the queefing the queefing queen on the show, on the podcast. I think it would be fun. Um, I'll just, you know, I'll stand three feet away because it could kill me if I'm standing too close to her while she's doing it. But we'll see. And uh, <laughs> so, yeah, just send me an email about it. Um, another thing going on in my life here. Uh, this uh, Jesse, the one that I referenced, the lesbian, she's been dating this girl, this woman. She's actually um, 12 years her senior. Uh, they've been dating now for some time. They got engaged. Congratulations, you know, to the two of them. They got engaged not too long ago. And uh, they want to have a kid. They want to have a child. And uh, Jesse came to me and she asked me, she said, look, um, you know, we're trying to have a kid. And can you help us? And I said, well, you know, what do you want me to do? Who knows? I don't know what the fuck she means by that. And uh, moral of the story, she wanted me to donate my sperm. Yeah, she wanted my she wanted my little boys. She wanted me to donate them to her. And uh, I said, you know, this is gonna this is gonna take some some thought. I'm gonna have to think this over. You know, rattle it around in the old noggin here before I make any sort of decision. And, you know, it's a little fucked. It's a little fucking nuts if you think about it because basically the way she wanted to go about this was she wanted, you know, me to come over to the house, go in the bathroom, blow a load into a little cup, and then they were going to inject it into her girlfriend because my friend Jesse's not going to be the one that carries the kid. So this is this is how she wanted to go about this. So after about 15 minutes of thinking it over, I said, yeah, fuck it, I'll do it. And it's... And I, you know, I, I really don't think, and I know for a fact that I would have no emotional attachment to this kid. But the reason they came to me, and this was their, this was their rationale. This was their, uh, what they said to me. They said that they picked me because, um, <laughs> not to toot my own horn, but according to them, I'm smart. Which <laughs> obviously they're not very intelligent if they think I'm smart, but they do. I'm also six foot six, and I have blue eyes, and I'm pretty good looking. So that's. That's why they decided they wanted me. And I said, I can't deny him that. I can't fucking deny him, you know, a perfect son or daughter. I just can't do it. I would, I'd feel like I was shafted him. So I did. I jerked off into a little cup and, uh, her girlfriend actually took a pregnancy test last night, but it said she wasn't pregnant. So either my guys can't swim or she's just fucked up. <laughs> I don't know, but we'll see. Um, I guess we're going to keep doing this, um, for a next cup for the next couple of weeks, you know, months, maybe she said she's going to buy an ovulation kit, whatever the fuck that means. And we're just going to keep this going. So, you know, maybe this time next year, there'll be another little, little one of me's walking around, 
walking around the earth. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens, but it's it's cool. It's cool. I mean, if you ever had the opportunity to jerk off and put your your cum inside of a lesbian, do it. Preferably while having sex with her, but you know the way that I'm going about it's just fine too. You know, it's something you can always hold over your lesbian friend's head. You know, my cum was inside your fiance or wife when they get married. Just one of those things you can throw out there. You know, at the supper table. But yeah, so I'm doing that, and uh, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, I actually got an email here, uh, believe it or not, and it was a really nice email. It was from a gentleman named Tucker. So shout out to Tucker. He said, hey man, really enjoyed your podcast. Uh, pretty funny shit. Thank you. That's what I'm aiming for. Uh, he said, I hope you nailed that chick you were talking about. Sounds like it's pretty much in the bag to me. So the question is, what is your ideal girl? He said, body type, personality, etc. Uh, that's a good question, Tucker. Oh, man, I really don't discriminate. I really don't. Um, I've been with plenty of girls in my life, um, probably more than I'd like to admit, but I've had my share of fun. But my, my perfect girl, I'll tell you, this girl that's coming back, um, you know, in March, the one I was talking about yesterday, she, if you saw a picture of her, um, she pretty much is my perfect girl. Um, personality goes a long way when it comes to, you know, my ideal soulmate, my, my perfect girl. And I like a girl that's like, uh, she's smart. I like a girl that's smart. Um, you know, not, it doesn't have to be book smart, but smart, you know, could, could fend for herself on the streets, you know, for a couple of days if she had to. But I like a girl that's a little head in the clouds too, you know, a little ditzy, you know, but in a cute way. Um, somebody that, that'll make me laugh without trying, uh, I'm really tall, like I mentioned. I like a girl that's, you know, not too tall, you know, 5'5 five, five or under. Uh, the shorter, the better, honestly. Um, and I'm kind of on both ends of the spectrum. I like a nice tiny girl, a girl that I can just pick up, you know, slam down on my dick. I really like that, like 100 pounds or less with the, the tri-gap, the three gaps in between her legs. But I also like a girl with a little meat on her bones, you know, 5'4", 1, I don't know, 25, 30. Um, blonde hair. I like nice legs, like uh, Jennifer Lopez legs, like thick, you know, but not fat. Um, and you know, tits, tits are great, but I'm not really a big fan of big tits. Never have been. Never liked a big tit. You know, see or under. You know, a medium B cup is like perfect. You know, something you can fucking fit in the palm of your hand. Um, I hate big nipples. Big nipples just fucking gross me out. I can't deal with them. It's like looking at fucking two soup plates, and I just it fucking grosses me out. I can't deal with it. If your nipple's bigger than the palm of my hand, then you need to see you need to see a doctor or something. And uh, I like blondes and feet. You know, there's something about feet. Like I don't have a foot fetish or anything. Like don't get me wrong, but I cannot stand a girl that has disgusting feet. Like I don't care if you're you know the fucking sexiest girl on the face of the planet. You know, whoever that may be. You know, a lot of people are attracted to Megan Fox. If Megan Fox said, I'm going to fuck you, and she took her socks off, and her feet were completely fucking disgusting, I would probably still sleep with her, but she would have to keep her socks on, and I probably wouldn't date her. I honestly wouldn't. I can't deal with it. It's just, if you're perfect, for, you should be perfect from head to toe, and if your feet are fucking gross, how am I supposed to lay next to that at night, knowing that they might touch me? I just, I can't do it. Um, but to give you an idea, 
I mean, shit. Uh, you know, girls, I'm trying to think of girls in Hollywood. I mean, I'm really attracted to Taylor Swift. She's fucking, she's fucking hot. You know, I, I'd fuck her on her guitar if I had the opportunity to. And that's, that's like my one spectrum, like my tiny girls. I would fuck Taylor Swift. I would shove her Grammy so far up her ass while fingering her. That's what I would do. I would make her sit on her Grammy award and just sing me a song in a real high, real high pitched voice because I'd probably hurt her. But yeah, that would be, that would be my tiny girl, um, of perfection. And then, like a thick girl, uh, probably like not so much the face, but the body style of Mariah Carey back in her prime. That's, that's about as thick as I would go. And I think that that's, that's pretty fucking hot. I like that. Yeah, I also, I also got a thing for like indie, like indie hippie girls. Like, you know, I don't really, I don't smoke pot. I don't like the way it makes me feel. I know that sound, you know, woohoo, you know, you're such a fag, but whatever, I don't smoke pot, but, you know, hippie girls, they just fucking drive me wild, they really do, like Jenny from Forrest Gump, ah, shit, I would run to her, I would run to her real fast, but yeah, that's what I'm into, those are the kind of girls I like, and, um, but no, to touch base on, on this girl, the one that's coming back in March, she's coming back, and I'm fucking excited. I am fucking excited. We've been talking on Facebook every day now for like the last three days, which I find really fucking odd considering the fact that we dated for as long as we did and uh, we never had a falling out. But she has never said it. She's never suggested let's text and I'm not going to fucking suggest it because, you know, why Why kill a good thing? We're fucking talking. That's all I want. But, um, yeah, I'm waiting for her to say like, hey, you know, can I have your number? Because when, you know, when you're texting, you can get you can receive pictures. I can't get dirty pictures on Facebook. So, not that she would probably send me a dirty picture, but you never know. You never fucking know with girls. They might. She might. She might get drunk or she might just decide, hey, I'm going to fucking sit in front of a mirror on my leg spread and send this to Brandon. I don't know. But, yeah, she's coming back and I'm, I'm fucking excited about it. And our conversations are pretty lax and boring. We just keep talking about her fucking job. But I'm hoping to branch, branch out of that and, you know, start talking about what we're going to do when she gets here. And maybe, you know, play into, hey, look, I need another shot. I want to fuck you again. Please. Um, you know, I'm not going to offer her money to fuck her again, but I might. I might just offer her, like, look, I'll give you $100. You give me one more chance. You know, two CLs and a condom later, I'll show you what what this rock hard dick can do for you. You know, <laughs> we'll, go buy a, we'll go buy a fake Grammy award. I'll just sing to me. I'll pretend you're Taylor Swift for the night. But yeah, so that's um, that's that. That's uh, hopefully that answers your question. Um, if not, I'm sorry, but that's the best I can fucking do. If you got any more questions for me, Tucker, feel free to send them out. If anybody else out there has any questions for me, send me an email. MorelockBrandonYahoo.com. Shoot me a fucking email. I'll respond to it as promptly as I possibly can. Um, but yeah, so that's what's going on. And I'll t- okay, to get off topic here, and. Um, I, I don't like talking politics, um, but I don't know what category this falls under, but there's a school district um, in the county that I live in, and it's a real uppity fucking school district. It, it is. It's it's predominantly Jew. Um, the houses in this district range from 200 to 200000 to a million dollars, um, and it's on the city border. It, it borders on the city of Rochester, where I live, so if you live in Rochester, you know exactly what fucking school district I'm talking about, but they're doing this thing right now, it's 
called the Urban Suburban Project, and it really fucking pisses me off the way that they're going about this. Basically, what this Urban Suburban Project is, is they were allowing underprivileged children or kids that live in the inner city of Rochester, like the ghetto, the slums, to attend this school. Um, give them the opportunity to receive a, you know, a good education at a really, you know, a really nice school. But the thing that fuck here's the kicker though. This is what this is what really pisses me the fuck off. Is in order to be accepted into this urban suburban project, you have to either be black or Hispanic. You can't be white. What the fuck? Like, does that not fucking piss anybody else off? You have to be black or Hispanic to be accepted into this fucking project. What about the white people that are living in the inner city? I grew up in the inner city. Just my father and I. We lived in po- below the poverty level for 15 years. And he paid to send me to private school so that I didn't have to attend these inner city school 54s. He did what he could to get me out of them. And he had to come out of pocket when he couldn't even afford it, but he did it. If there was something like this going on back then, it would have been phenomenal. He would have gladly sent me to a, you know, a great public school. And this is a great public school. But, and here's the thing. The thing is, is that a majority of these people that are going into school, like I said, it, it, it's located on the school district inner city border. But keep in mind that the inner city part that it touches is high end. I mean, this is like the exclusive part of the inner city. This is where there are million dollar homes. So these black doctors who, and these Hispanic doctors, not that there are many, but the ones that live in these million dollar homes, they have two options. They can either send their children to these inner city public schools, or they can pay to send them to private school, or they can send them to this, this great school district because of this urban suburban project. And it really fucking pisses me off because if you're white, you have no fucking choice. You can't, you cannot attend this school. You're forced to either attend the inner city public schools, which are shit, or pay to go to a public school. And it really fucking pisses me off. It really does. Because, you know, and it's like, I'm not racist, okay? Please don't get, please don't get that, that idea. But it's like only in fucking America. You know, it's like we have colleges in this country that only black students need apply. If you're white, Hispanic, Indian, you cannot attend these colleges. You have to be black to attend these colleges. If I were to start a college or university institution tomorrow and say that only white people can attend this school, I would have fucking Al Sharpton. The Obama, everybody would be at my front door asking me why, telling me how much of a fucking racist I am because I'm only allowing white people to attend these schools. That's so fucked up. Where does the the hardworking white mother of two who lives in the inner city, where does she get her break? Or the woman who got laid off who happens to be white because she worked at Kodak here in the city, which just recently laid off thousands of employees because they went fucking bankrupt. What about those people who are living off unemployment, if they're even receiving it, whose children are attending these public schools because they have no other option, because they can't afford to send them to a public school. They can't attend a great high school or middle school, depending upon the age of their children, all because their skin is white. And you talk about a fair and just America, and you have all these fucking black people and Hispanics living in the city, you know, committing black-on-black crime, sucking the government's dick, 
living off of welfare, having more and more children so that they can collect more and more money and financial aid from the government, but yet their children are receiving a better education than the mother or the single father, like my father, who's working or is collecting SSI disability and struggling to get by, and their children suffer. And it really fucking pisses me off. I don't know. Maybe I'm just crazy, um, but I really don't think I am. I, I think it's really fucked up and unjust. And this school that's accepting these Hispanics and blacks from the inner city is predominantly white. Predominantly white, Indian, and, you know, Asian. And that's because these are the people, these are the doctors, these are the lawyers, these are the people that can afford to live in this district. So I think they're just trying to brighten the fucking district up with a little color. I don't know what they're trying to do. But it really fucking drives me nuts. You know, maybe someone in the school district said, we don't have enough blacks in the school, so we're just going to, you know, we're going to do this. We're, You know, we got to make ourselves look better. Or maybe their sports teams were struggling, so they decided, yeah, let's just bring some inner city talent in. I don't know. But it really fucking drives me nuts. So that's been on my mind lately. Let me know what you think about that. I think it's fucked up personally, but maybe, maybe it's just me. And another thing that I heard the other day on the radio, or I'm sorry, on television, was college students now, whites, blacks, Hispanics, Asians, doesn't matter, college students at high-end institutions, Harvard, Cornell, you know, UCLA, just colleges across the country, are applying for food stamps. And why shouldn't they? They're in college. You know, they're so grossly in debt because they're attending these schools, you know, with student loans, that who wants to eat at the school cafeteria every day? They have no source of income because they're going to school full-time. If you're going to Cornell full-time, I really, I, I mean, if you were working at all, I really think that would put a strain on your studies. So, yeah, they're applying for food stamps, and they're going, we just want, you know, $100 a month or $200 a month, $50 a week, so that we can eat some food other than, you know, french fries and cheeseburgers at the school fucking cafeteria. And... Um, the government under Obama is looking into that, saying, well, geez, wait a second. They want to know, the government now wants to know, well, what are these, what do these children's parents do for a living? Just because, but see, that's what, that's where it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't fucking matter because you could have a group of inner city people living, inner city dwellers living in the inner city, collecting food stamps, sucking the government's dick. And their great-grandmother or their estranged mother could be doing well for themselves. But they don't want to have anything to do with, with them, with their daughters who are living in the inner city or sons. So, yeah, they're giving them food stamps. They're just handing it to them. They're just handing it to them. Why? Because that is, there's Obama's vote right there. The blacks, the Hispanics, the inner city, the people living below the poverty line and the lower middle class. If he doesn't keep them happy, he would not have gotten reelected. And... So he's looking into this. He wants to know, well, okay, you're going to Cornell and you're a hardworking student, but what do your parents do? Are your parents making enough money to buy you food? Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? Maybe you don't talk to your parents anymore. Maybe your parents don't fucking like you. And even if they do, who cares? Who cares? How is somebody going to school, bettering themselves through education, who is doing something with their lives? Why are you contesting their application for food stamps? But you're not the person living in the ghetto just accepting handouts left and right. Just give me more. Give me more. Give me more. I need $500 a month to get by. And now food stamps are good at McDonald's and Taco Bell. So these people are going to fucking McDonald's and Taco Bell on their food stamps. And these chill, these kids 
18, 19, 20 years old who are living in, you know, dorms, going to school full-time, they can't even afford to eat a decent fucking meal. And that just, oh, God, it just really fucking drives me nuts. It really does. That fucking pisses me off right there. That's just that's just enough to drive me nuts. So let me know what you think about that. Brandon at Yahoo.com. I'd like to know if I'm the only person that disagrees with this. Um... Yeah, I'm gonna do more research on it in the days to come because I'm I'm just going off of a of an hour long special that I was watching on TV, but it seemed to be pretty, you know, educational and straightforward. So uh, if I'm wrong, if anything I'm saying is incorrect, then please, you know, let me know. But if you disagree with what I'm saying, let me know. But I think that I'm pretty right on the fucking head, and this is just my opinion, but it really drives me fucking nuts. It really, it really does drive me fucking nuts. But what are you gonna do? What are you going to do? I don't know. So that's that. That just... <laughs> I got to calm myself down. I got really worked up there. Got really excited for a second. But... Yeah, so that that just drives me nuts. It's really pissing me off. So... Um, in relevance to uh, what I was talking about yesterday, the, uh, the cocksuck... The girl that got back together with the cocksuck, she sent me a text last night when I was sleeping. I woke up to it this morning. Um, I had sent her a text message uh, not too long ago, about a week ago after I found out she was back together with him. And all I said was, really? Like, fucking really? Like, it's fine. Like, okay, forget the fact that our friendship is thrown out the fucking window. Forget the fact that we're never going to talk again. But really, you're back together with him? Of all fucking people? And I just said, really? You know, and in that one word... I just meant so much. Like, what the fuck? And she texted me back and she goes, yeah, really. Like, fuck you. You know, fuck you. Because I, you know, and I don't wish bad upon anybody, but it gets to a point where it's like somebody is just so fucking stupid. And like, I don't think that she's stupid. Um, I don't think she's a stupid person, but I think that she makes really stupid fucking decisions. And this goes for anybody. You know, I'm always, I, you know, I will never, I would never put my hands on a woman ever, never have, never will, um, if someone ever put their hands on my mother or my sister, I'd fucking beat the living shit out of them, um, and anybody should, you know, and even if you're not a fighter, you should at least fucking try, but, you know, and I'm not saying this is her, I'm not saying that this, this cocksuck abuses her, but, what about these women, and my heart goes out to them, that are in these abusive relationships, and everyone says, oh, it's not that hard to leave, it's not that hard to leave, I know, I know it's not that easy, I really do. But if you're getting beat up every single day by a man, fucking leave. Like, okay, the first time it happens, that's not your fault. Maybe the second or third time, it's not your fault. But how many times can you wake up and put cover up on your black eye before you look in the fucking mirror and go, this is my fault. I'm not fucking leaving. So anything that happens to me from here on out is my fault. And it's not like this girl that I was dating doesn't know this guy's an asshole. They were together for four years, and he just verbally beat the shit out of her. You know, verbally. Um, and he was just a fucking asshole. Like, he tried, you know, he tried putting his hands on me one time. That didn't work out so well for him. And this is this is going on for years. And her and I stopped talking as a result of it. Because of how big of an asshole he was. And now she's back together with him. And I can only hope that he fucking breaks her heart again. I really can only hope that. And not so that she'll come running back to me because I'm done with that. Next, I've moved on. But how many times can you be with the same person? And have them do the same thing over and over again to you. And then be an asshole, you know, and say, yeah, really, to the guy 
who has been nothing but nice to you since we met when we were 16 years old. And we've been best friends ever since. Um, you know, it, it just, it fucking drives me nuts. But anyway, so she's, you know, yeah. So she texted me, fuck her. <laughs> you know, fuck her, whatever. You know, up, upwards and onwards. You know, good luck with your life. I hope everything works out for you. I do. If you ever hear this, I hope that everything works out for you. And that everything's, you know, splendid in your in your fucking dream fantasy world there. But, yeah, so that that was nice to wake up to. Yeah, really. Mm, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. But whatever. So, did anybody watch the Cowboys game yesterday? The Cowboys-Browns uh, game. I picked the Browns in an upset. And they were so fucking close. So fucking close, man. Oh, fuck. 20 to 20. Oh, my God. And I was watching that game, and it got down to the fourth quarter. And fucking Whedon, he throws this ball on fourth and goal. Man, they went for it on fourth and goal, and he throws it up. And this tight end, he made a miraculous one-handed catch, but he threw the ball. He threw the ball fucking out of bounds. Even even though he caught it, he had no he, he had no option. He couldn't get his feet in bounds, even if he wanted to. And after watching that, I'm like, oh, here's the game. Fucking game's over. And then they hold him on the goal line. Four in a row, man. Three, Four plays for three yards. They fucking stopped him. Um, I'm sorry, three plays for three yards. They punted the ball. And first play off the punt, hell of a return. Fucking Whedon, 30-yard touchdown pass. Boom, to Watson. Just whew, right on the fucking money. Redeemed himself. And I'm like, all right, here we fucking go. We got a fucking game now. We got a game. It's 20-17. to 17, And they got the ball back. And they made Romo look like fucking Eli Manning. And they tied it up. And uh, they wound up losing in overtime. And they held Dallas in overtime for, for a couple of minutes before they finally broke loose and kicked that field goal. But, man, I was so close on my prediction. And I feel bad. I don't feel bad for Whedon or the Browns franchise. I only feel bad for Trent Richardson. I really do because this kid, he's my favorite He's my favorite player, my favorite offensive player in the league, and he just, he's not such a shit team. And despite the fact that he's not a shit team, he still manages every week to just fucking, oh my God, just run. That's all he does. He just hand him the ball and he'll fucking run you over. And uh, just run you over. And I, I feel bad for him. Um, had he have went to a team, you know, a higher caliber team, I think that he would have just got, he would have got rookie MVP. I really do. Forget, forget luck. If he would have been playing for the Patriots with that offensive line or something, or even Pittsburgh, any other team but Cleveland, he would have been doing just fine for himself. But he's still making it work. But anyway, that was a hell of a game. And uh, and then fucking Houston lost, which I <laughs> I couldn't believe they lost to Jacksonville. They lost to fucking Jacksonville of all teams. I couldn't believe that when I saw that. I play fantasy, and uh, I got Andre Johnson. But I couldn't believe that they lost to Jacksonville. I mean, I picked Houston over them without even fucking guessing, you know, second guessing myself. But Andre Johnson, 14 receptions for 273 yards. What the fuck? 33 fantasy points, he got me. But forget that. 273 yards? Jesus Christ. Oh my God. I'll tell you, everybody talks about, you know, fucking, you know, the Giants receiving core. And Dallas's young receiving core. Fucking Andre Johnson, 300 yards almost. Off 14 catches. Forget the fact that he had 14 catches. That's an achievement in itself. But for 273 yards? Fuck. How are you supposed to stop him? 
How can you stop him? He's what, 6'4", 235 pounds? He's as big as most tight ends in the league. And he's fucking a wide receiver. He's fast as shit. He's got like a 36-inch vertical leap. He can... Fuck. He's unbelievable. 273 yards. That really blew my mind. It really did. It really did. I couldn't believe it, but... Hell of a game. Good for him. They lost, which is unfortunate, but they're still one of the best teams in the league. And I I can't believe... Two weeks in a row. I, I mean... The Falcons got knocked off by New Orleans, which nobody saw coming. And then this, Jacksonville fucking knocks off uh, Houston. Unreal. Two friggin' huge upsets that I I don't think anybody could have predicted. And if they did, God bless them, but I didn't see it coming. I really didn't. But, yeah, that's just, it's unbelievable. So, yeah, that's what's going on there. But, uh... Yeah, so that was football. I didn't really get to catch too many games yesterday. I watched the the Cowboys uh, Cleveland game just because Trent was playing, and um, that was the only game that I actually watched. <laughs> Got to be honest with you, um, I started to watch the uh, I started to watch the um, the Houston game, but I just turned it off, and then apparently Andre Johnson just lit it up. So good for him. But yeah, so that's that's what's going on there. Uh, but no, so okay. So while, oh, look at this, here we go, I don't accept calls, you know, during the show, I turn my phone on silent, but I got a text message here from uh, the Queefer, from Miss Queef, uh, she texted me and said, hey, how are you doing today, and I texted her back and I said, good, I'm in the middle of recording a podcast, just talked about you, and she said, send those emails, so fucking send them, I want her on the show. I want to be around her. Maybe I can get her to take her pants off while she's doing it. Maybe I can persuade her to do that. Queef in your undies, I'll tell her. That's what the world wants to hear. And if she's in her undies, I'll tell you. If she's not, I won't lie. But hopefully I can hopefully I can persuade her to take speakers. She's such a dirty fuck, I'll tell you. It's just, it's just so fucking gross. Like, I can't believe that she could do that. I really can't. It's just so fucking... It's just so fucking unbelievable that a person could just fucking fart out of their pussy. Oh, my God. And I said to her, and this is what's so fucking crazy. I go, that's unbelievable. And she goes, no, it's not. She goes, it's not It's not that unbelievable. That's like a guy telling somebody I could get an erection on cue. Just whenever the fuck I want, I could just pull a stiffy. No, you can't. I haven't been able to pull a stiffy at will since I was fucking 12 and I was going through puberty. A cold breeze made my dick go up. But I haven't been able to do it then. That was the closest I ever came. That's the closest any of us will ever come to pulling a stiffy on cue. But this girl, though, she could fucking fart on cue. And I told her, I said, look, if you're ever, you know, in an awkward situation where you're a little drunk and you've taken it a little too far and you're cons- you're consenting to sex but you're changing your mind, just start fucking queefing at the guy. No guy's going to stick it in if you're blowing out hot air. I mean, I would run. Just be like, I'm sorry, I don't play it off. Like, I don't know what the fuck's happening here. I just, I can't stop fucking farting. You know, I feel sick. Tell him it's coming out of your ass. Tell him you got a shit. I don't know. That'll fucking scare a guy off, I think. I don't know, but yeah, so anyway, I want her on the show, I want her to fucking queef for me, any fucking, I'll have her queef jingle bells, happy fucking birthday, I don't know, maybe I can get her to queef, drop it like it's hot, we'll see how good she is, we'll test her fucking skills on the show next time, but yeah, so that's what, uh, that's what I think we're gonna do, hopefully that sounds good to everybody else out there, uh, sounds good to me, so yeah, uh, shoot me an email, comments, questions, concerns about this show. I'd love to hear them and I'll read them on the next one. All right, one for the road signing out.